Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Welcome to the MLB Extras Tampa Bay Rays podcast. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, joined by Richard Justice. Richard, here we are. We usually do the morning lineup podcast together. That is all things MLB, but uh, here we are talking about the Rays. This is kind of fun. It's kind of different. Yeah, and we can uh, heck in a see those sunsets in Tampa and the, the salt, <laughs> salt water breeze blowing in. It's just like being there. It is, yeah. I'm going to close my eyes up here in chilly Cleveland and uh, just dream on that a little bit. Um, but the Rays, uh, you covered the Rays during the winter meetings last week in Las Vegas. And, you know, it's interesting because I, I saw an interview with Hyam Bloom, uh, Rays Vice President of Baseball Ops, and um, he was asked on MLB Network Radio, basically, why doesn't more stuff happen at the winter meetings, you know, as it used to in years past? And and he basically said, uh, in so many words, you know, we're not dumb enough to uh, <laughs> general managers aren't dumb enough to just chase down action just for the, just because people are watching us this week. You know, uh, we have right. a, a very set parameters on how we do things and what we're looking for and all that. Um, but it was ironic because actually the Rays were one of the busier teams at the winter meetings last week. They agreed to terms with Charlie Morton on a two year contract. And they made this really interesting trade uh, on the last day of the winter meetings, a three-team deal with the Indians and the Mariners. And from the Rays' perspective, what it boils down to is they give up Jake Bowers and they get Yandy Diaz. Um, there are other moving parts in there, but that was that was the main takeaway as far as 2019 is concerned. So I'm just glad that the Rays kept you busy uh, at the Mandalay Bay and kept you away from the craps table, um, <laughs> you know, kept you running around that, that hotel and, and running back and forth in the workroom. But um, let, let's break this stuff down because you are based in Houston and you have a great feel for Charlie Morton, of course, and what he provided the Astros the last couple of years. And now he goes to Tampa. A lot of us are wondering, you know, during the year, he kind of hinted at maybe he'll retire. Uh, and you kind of think, well, maybe he'll go to a one-year deal. But the the Rays reel him on a two-year deal. And this is a guy who can really add a, a lot of depth and experience to a predominantly young rotation. Yeah, and I think what we see, you know, so you see – okay, Blake Snell is going to pitch the first inning. Charlie Morton is going to pitch the first inning. Then you have Tyler Glasnow. You would think maybe they have Jose DeLeon and Brent Honeywell coming back from Tommy John surgery. And I say that as the backdrop. The Rays are more committed to doing the opener thing than ever before. And you would think at some point when Honeywell and and DeLeon come back, maybe they would be traditional starters. But I think – that ship may have sailed in that they believe so strongly in what they're doing that if you can, it would work theoretically, if it works, it works with even Charlie Morton that 
that you give him, you allow him to face Mike Trout one last time and, uh, and get you deeper into the game and all that. But they got him to pitch. They got him for what he means as a man. He is as beloved as any player I've ever been around. He's a guy that's thought he saw the end of his career a couple of times. A.J. Hinch told a fabulous story of Game 7 of the World Series. You know, McCullough starts and a couple of relievers, and then it ends up with Morton coming in. Morton won both Game 7 of the ALCS, got the win by starting Game 7 of the ALCS, and then got the win in Game 7 of the World Series. Nobody had ever done that before. So during the game, Brian McCann is uh, says to A.J. after Morton comes into the game, now, what, what what's your plan? What's your plan here? And he goes, well, my plan is uh, Charlie in the sixth inning, and then I'm going to go Charlie in the seventh, and then I'm going to go Charlie in the eighth and the ninth too. And uh, McCann looked at him like, well, okay, you're the boss. And Charlie comes off the mound after the eighth inning, and reaches to shake A.J. Hinch's hand at Dodger Stadium. And A.J. gives him knuckles. And as like, yeah, go get him one more, buddy. And uh, Charlie goes, you know I'm supposed to bat this inning, don't you? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, well, I'll, I'll strike out. And he goes, yeah, I know that. I want you, here's what I want you to do. I want you to get a bat. You don't even have to have a bat, but I prefer you have a bat. I want you to go stand up there and get as far back in the batter's box as you can. And don't swing. And Charlie goes up there and strike one, strike two, strike three. He's out, comes back, and he says to AJ, um, I told you. And he goes, yeah, I told you too. But what AJ remembered is that, you know, when the game set, you've just won the World Series. He gets the last three outs. And people are looking for somebody to hug. And Charlie wasn't looking for anybody to hug. He was looking for his family in the stands. And AJ said, just spoke to the kind of man he is, all he's been through. And they are getting a real special person. Uh, hopefully, his health is okay. Shoulder holds up and all that. So, that's a that's that's a long winded answer. They're getting a real good one in Charlie Morton, a guy that two years ago when he signed with the Astros, the Astros, Charlie thought he would not get a major league contract because he'd had so many injuries. The Astros thought they were getting a top of the rotation guy. So, yeah, and that's the, as you said, if the shoulder checks out, if he's healthy. Uh, you kind of have a good feel for what you're going to get from Charlie Morton. It's different with Yandy Diaz. Nobody knows what they're going to get from Yandy Diaz. Right. Um, and he's had, I believe, just shy of 300 plate appearances in the big leagues. He was basically blocked in Cleveland. Um, it was looking like he had a path to regular playing time in 2019. But lo and behold, they like Jake Bowers a lot. The Rays like Yandy Diaz a lot. And those two clubs were able to work out a deal. And uh, I, I just think Yandy Diaz, uh, being based here in Cleveland, having heard this name for several years and, and seen the limited sample at the big league level, I think he's one of the most interesting players in baseball just because of the, the sheer physique leads you to believe he's a totally different player than he actually is. Uh, he's this uh, absolutely you know, biceps uh, bigger than uh, my head and you know, probably well beyond that. And, but he doesn't hit home runs. He hits ground balls and he hits them hard. If you look at the StatCast data from 2017 to 2018, 47.6% hard hit rate. And uh, again, it's a limited sample for Diaz, but this is something that, that holds true in the minor leagues as well. Uh, the MLB average 34.3%. So he's well above the MLB average there. And uh, I, I'll be curious to see uh, what he can do in Tampa with uh, you know, a, a wider berth of playing time. Yeah. Um, here's how much the Rays wanted this guy. They're sending $5 million to the Mariners. And the Mariners are sending six million dollars to uh, to the Indians, so the the Rays aren't just giving up. And let me just say, and this trade is not popular in Tampa Bay. Jake Bowers 
was one of the guys that came up and helped the Rays get going, and they ended up winning 90 games with uh, 18 rookies on, on the team at the end of the season and all that. So fans were ticked. This was their guy. But this is how strongly Hein Bloom and Eric Neander believe in their guy. And I, when they made the trade, uh, I emailed our, our stat cat, one of our, our, our co-worker, Mike Petriello, and said, what's the deal about this guy? And he goes, well, funny you should ask. He's been one of the guys we've talked about for the last couple of years. I think he's, he's right at the top in average exit velocity. I mean, elite exit velocity. And he said, interestingly, well, he does hit it on the ground. There's that. And the other side of that is in the last, I think he said eight, uh, since midseason, the Rays have now gotten three of the top 26 in hard hit uh, contact rate. That would be Tommy Pham and Mike Zanino. So we can see what the Rays are going for. The question becomes, can you get him to elevate the ball? Can you get Yandy Diaz to elevate the ball and turn some of those searing, heat-seeking missiles uh, into home runs? Because I believe he's had one career home run. And and he was blocked in Cleveland by guys. So it, the, the jury's still out. But... You know, to me, and I, I was this is why I was surprised by Rays fans being so negative. I would think your front office going all the way back to Andrew Friedman and then Matt Silverman and then these two guys now <clears throat> would earn some some equity. That they're pretty smart. They know what they're doing and we'll see how it plays out. But but I'll say this the the Rays feel now they're che- they've checked off their list. They got a catcher, they got a bat, and they got a starting pitcher. <clears throat> So what do they need now? They, I think they would still be interested in Nelson Cruz if it's a one-year deal, if the price comes back. Twins, Astros appear to have some interest. They still are in on JT Rio Muto. They know the price is going to be Jesus Sanchez, their young outfielder who's major league ready. Um, and then, as a, like every team, some relief help at the end of the game. I think Chaz Rowe is their designated closer now. Although in Tampa Bay, the closer could also be the starter. It's it's hard to tell. But they go into the new year with a really young, flexible roster that's uh, in a good spot. And I think as they want to add guys, you know, like you add Yandy Diaz. So you you subtract Jake Bauer. So that, that's a fit. But if you bring in a Nelson Cruz or an, an outfielder or something like that, they want to be careful not to block the young guys that got them to this point. And they showed interest in Edwin Encarnacion from the Indians, who ended up going to Seattle. Um, it doesn't sound yeah. like you know his his tenure will last long in the Mariners, but uh, no, and maybe the Rays will be in on that. But it, it doesn't sound like that's in the in the works. But who knows? This time of year, anything can happen. And yeah, I'd be really fascinated if they end up making the play for JT Romuto if if the market came to them, because obviously they already had Mike Zanino. Zanino but if you can make a, a right. maker uh, in Real Muto, if you can make that happen, that's that's something you uh, got to look into. So it's it's a fascinating team. Yeah. It's a fascinating winner. And I, I just, I'm excited for Tampa Bay fans because they had a legitimately really awesome season after paring down this roster and paring down the payroll. And now they're adding some pieces to what was already a really exciting club and a really engaged clubhouse. You know, this team tried some really experimental stuff in 2018 and these guys bought into it. And they kind of bought into each other as well. And they made some really savvy acquisitions along the way. And Tommy Pham, you know, the way he took off after coming, you know, he was having a down year in, in St. Louis. And then this, this team does a good job of identifying things is what I'm saying. And uh, yeah. we'll see if Diaz. The revolution will be televised. And the revolution <laughs> in terms of uh, shifting 
And you ask, you know, people were asking Kevin Cash, are you going to, what if they ban the shift? And Kevin Cash was among the managers. There were others. Uh, don't do it. You know, let's let the game adjust. The Dodgers are now talking about teaching their guys to bunt. That's one way to, to, to beat the shift. And in terms of the opener, they're all in on it. And I'm sure we're going to see it more and more. In Houston, there's been, there's openings in the starting rotation. And yet the, the emphasis has been going to get outfielders. And it makes you think, hey, with all those young pitchers you have in your system, are you guys thinking of doing what they're doing? Because you have multiple guys that can pitch late in games. Um, it's it's The game is being changed uh, right before our eyes, and the Rays are front and center in the revolution. All right, Rays fans, if you want more of uh, me and Richard yapping away about baseball, come join us at the Morning Lineup Podcast. You'll be glad you did. But, uh, Richard, it's been fun. Thanks for doing this. Thanks. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.